So we are back with episode two of the Future Self podcast. I was so overwhelmed after posting the first episode, the amount of love, support, the messages of being inspired, the messages of just pure excitement from some individuals. I had some messages of just guidance and help and tips and tricks and just so many people wanting to see this podcast thrive like I want it to myself. Um, The video got more views than I expected it to. It had more likes, more shares. It got more reshares than I even expected it to. It was all out just something that blew my mind. It made me so excited. I've been waiting all week to come back and film this again. I've been thinking of ideas all week. I've been upgrading things, buying new cameras, buying uh, a few little things, which I don't want to give away, but they will be coming. So you might see that in the next episode or the episode after that. But the direction I wanted to take today's episode in is talking a little bit more about future self, a little bit more about future self living, how to show up for your future self, what it involves, and just my perspectives, my views, and the tools I use to do it for myself, but then also some of the views and tools that I share with others to allow them to do it for themselves a little bit better, or just at least start to think of the impact that some of the choices you have now can really have on your future self. Now, when it comes to future self, a lot of people tend to think it can fall under the category of making big, risky financial plays. You know, if you you sacrifice things now, it could benefit your future self. Some people think future self is going for a run when it's raining because that's going to benefit your future self. Some people think doing things that are more safe will benefit your future self. Living for your future self is a concept and an idea and it differs person to person everyone's background everyone's childhood everyone's experiences everyone's goals the direction they want to head in will be impacted or impact sorry the way that they think of living for their future self or doing things for their future self the way of doing things for your future self in my eyes and something I really educate and teach and support is doing the things now that are hard that we don't really want to do or could quite easily pass on, but getting them done now to allow your future self to thrive. It's a way I see to live and the way I live myself where I would rather do the work now I would rather put in the hard yards now to benefit my future self. It's a way of looking after essentially the future version of you. You're looking after that person. So living for your future self is a concept that doesn't have to be massive. It can be small things. You can live for your future self in the small day-to-days. You can do it in your big decisions. You can do it with your investments and your choices, who you hang around with, your friends, your family. It covers a wide range, but what it actually is, is a dynamic of not taking the easy road now, not being selfish and looking after the current you and doing things to make life better, make life different, create more opportunities for the future version of you. 
So I'll start with how it worked out for me. Um, when I was younger or in my mid-teens, I was not a future self-conscious um, individual. I did a lot for my current self. I spent a lot of money. I would go out on the weekends and get fucked up, not care of dealing with the hangover on the next day. I was not thinking about you know, my future long-term health. I wasn't thinking about my body's function in the future. It was just trying to make life seem like a thrive now, which at that time, if I'm being honest, like it did, you know, when you're younger to have money seems great to be going out, to be clubbing, to be free, to, you know, go and do things on the weekend, to not care of the repercussions in the future or the responsibilities. That's what was cool back then, or at least that's what was cool to me back then. Um, Doing future self things wasn't something that I really was aware of uh, until the last few years. And the funny tie in with doing things for your future self, uh, from my perspective of when it started to become more of a, a conscious thought and an increased awareness in my choices and actions was when I started to do a bit more self-development, a little bit more of my self-discovery work. And it tied in with the fact of increasing my self-love and progressing the self-trust that I had with myself. When I was younger, self-love is viewed differently amongst people and at different points in your life. So it wasn't as if I would look in my mirror and say, I hate myself. But the self-love I had was doing things for my current self. So I didn't care about the repercussions in the future. I didn't care about what I had to deal with. I didn't care about, you know, what was coming. I only cared about now, which at the time seemed like self-love of living a thrive life, but it wasn't. So when I started to dive a little bit deeper into self-love and self-trust, I found that the more I cared for my future self by making the harder decisions now, the more self-love I started to feel. But when you start to make those decisions and you stick to them or you compound them or you increase them, my self-trust started to increase too. So a big way I can explain that in a more, more simple terminology actually is if you are going out, you're not overly showing a major self-love to yourself. Now, this isn't a once-off or a social event or a party, so don't twist that. This is consistently every single weekend. When I was going out consistently every single weekend, I didn't have the self-love essentially to care about myself on a Sunday. I deal with the hangover, I deal with the repercussions, the money, the the regrets, sorry, and all the things that came with after a night out, like we all know. When I started to think about that and started to really feel a way that I didn't want to feel like that, I didn't want to do that anymore, I didn't want to have to deal with it on a Sunday, I started to increase the the self-love and the self-thought and started to make a choice of, no, I'd rather have, you know, a good night tonight, maybe get a little bit of FOMO, but then thrive on a Sunday, you know, have a good Sunday, wake up, go for a walk, go for a swim, grab some lunch. And the more I started to do it, the more self-trust I started to develop as well. And by developing the self-trust, I 
essentially started then allowing that to fall into other things. It was making choices to make things easier for the future. I didn't want to deal with shit later. I didn't want to have to put up with it. I didn't want to, you know, make a decision that then had a repercussion. I wanted to flip that around. I wanted to make a decision that then had something enhancing or a positive that came from it. So what translated from a change of going out on the weekend started to translate into other things. You know, it was then tied in with training. If I trained earlier in the week, I could then have a weekend a little bit more relaxed. If I did my financial planning earlier in the week, I would have more money to spend on the weekend. If I did my recovery after my sessions, I would then not be sore over the weekend. If I structured my business earlier in the week, got ahead of the admin, got ahead of the bookings, then I didn't have to do that on a Friday afternoon after a full week when I was tired. So it started to develop into a dynamic of doing more of the harder things now, not going over the top, not making it a toxic um, positivity or a toxic amount of, oh, I'm just going to do everything now as fast as I can so I can you know, chill later. Like That's not the dynamic. The dynamic is doing more of the things earlier when you might not feel like it, but you are able to do it because you know what it feels like to have to do it later. So you decide to do it now to then relax later. I work obviously in coaching with so many different individuals. That's why the future self living and for your future self is a dynamic. It's not a strict rule. It's not a guideline of things to do or what you have to do. It's not train early, go to bed early and you know plan your financials and what you have on at the start of the week. There's no certain criteria, but it's a dynamic where you start to do more of the hard things now uh, to just allow you know your future self to thrive from that. So what I see a lot of the time is people reach out to want to do coaching because they want their future to be different. They are sick of where they're at. They're sick of how they're feeling, how they're thinking, potentially unhappy with how they're looking, and they're just not overly thriving with the direction they're heading in. So what I tend to see is a want becomes an action and that action becomes reaching out. That action then gets put into play. You know, you start to train, you start to be more conscious of your activity and your movement. You start to become more aware of your nutrition and your sleep. But what tends to happen is after the little bit of motivation, after the little bits of excitement of, you know, change and different, the reality sets in that, you know, this shit isn't easy. You, you didn't get to where you were because doing the opposite was easy. It's easy to chill. It's easy to relax. It's easy to just let things slip and slide. It's hard to fucking work on yourself. It's hard to work for the future you. It's hard to keep yourself in a thriving position. But like I was saying, what tends to happen is when the reality sets in, it becomes more of the, oh, it's, it's hard. I don't want to or fuck, I don't want to lift heavier, it's challenging or I don't want to get up and do that session. You know, like I'll push it back later. I I don't want to train now. And that's when the future self dynamic becomes highlighted. We become aware of it and we start to work towards that. It's you're sick of how you're feeling, but you don't want to do what it takes to work towards it. 
things are always going to be hard. You're always going to experience the dynamic of hard. It's hard as fuck to train three, four, five days a week, but it's probably a little bit harder to look at yourself in the mirror and not be happy with who you are or how you look or how you feel. So things are always going to be experienced in a dynamic of heart. It's just about choosing your version. And there's a current self version and there's a future self version. The current self version of hard is not doing anything. It's chilling. It's relaxing. It's fuck. It is too hard. Like, you know, I won't do it. It's, I can't be bothered, which then makes it hard for your future self. If you make the future self version of hard, what you do You do the hard things now, you know, you get up, you train, you progressively overload, you're aware of your nutrition, your recovery and your sleep. So then in the future, when you look in the mirror, it's like, fuck yeah, you know, I love how I look and I love how I feel and I'm so proud of everything I've done. Both had the easy and the hard. The first one had the easy now, fuck the sessions, the hard later, fuck, I don't like how I look. The second one had the hard now fuck, you know, I'm, I'm going to do these sessions, I'll get it done, which allowed for the easy experience later of, fuck yeah, I love how I look and how I'm feeling and how things are. So living life for your future self is about doing the things that might be challenging now to allow for the easier things to come later. Like I said, you're always going to experience a level of hard. You can't avoid hard. It's always going to be there. Hard and uncomfortable and challenging are always things that are present. They're just experienced in different dynamics, but you can't avoid it. It's like training. If you're weight training, it's hard as fuck to stay for another 15 minutes and stretched after the session. But It's that little bit harder six months down the line when you hurt yourself and you're forced into a full rehab program. It's like even linking back to money, like I was saying before, you know, it's hard as fuck to plan out your week and delegate money and create little rules or little boundaries, but it's probably that little bit harder to experience over the weekend, having nothing left, be on rations, just getting by. It's funny though, because when you think about it, both have the easy, both have the hard. One's just now and later and the other one is just now or later. It's the same dynamic. The work's just done in a different setting. Talking further about the future you or living for the future you or doing things for the future you, it's Very rare I see people who knuckle down on the future you way of living, who learn about it and put, you know, the once chores into habits and systems that now have become who they are. I just don't see those individuals not thriving. Now, that doesn't mean they don't have bad days or feel shit or that shit doesn't go wrong. You don't start living for your future self and everything's fucking cruisy because it's just not how it works. But The long-term aspect is the thrives a lot more present. The positives are a lot more elevated. I very rarely see someone who's putting in the work now, you know, getting the good night's sleep, doing all those things that down the line reaps, you know, repercussions and negatives from that. Adverse to that though, I see a lot of individuals who do the easy now, the unstructured living, the lacking care, the more free approach to things, the last minute, the yeah, whatever, like, let's just do it. I'll I'll focus on my current self. 
It's very rare I see a thrive down the line and it's so fucking common I see challenge down the line at some point in time. Everyone's different. Not everyone wants to live based on rules and focuses. Not everyone wants to live for your future self and that's fine. You know, life is about living. The thing with that though, and I hear that actually quite often is life is about living. Living doesn't come from getting shit faced on the weekend. You know, for some people it might, definitely did for me when I was younger, like we all experienced that. But just because you apply a rule and a boundary and a dynamic to your life doesn't mean you cut out the living. Those who go to bed early aren't missing out on living or, you know, growing up too fast because yes, they might be going to bed early when you're staying up later, but while you get up at fucking 10 a.m. the next day, they've gotten up at six. They've looked at the sunrise, they've gone for a walk or they've trained or they've started their day. It's just a dynamic of doing things differently. Every choice we make now has some impact to the future. You just can't avoid that. You can't make a choice now that doesn't impact the future, whether it's micro, whether it's massive, whether it's fucking astronomical, you just can't do things now that don't impact the future. So what might seem like, oh, I'm just living and I'm just cruising and you know I'm just taking it day by day. It might seem as if you're doing that, but there is impacts down the future. You know, those who aren't focused on setting up their future are negatively impacted in some way. Those who are doing it now might seem restricted or fuck, you know, you just doesn't seem like you're living or you're working so hard, like just loosen up a bit. It's like, well, yeah, I could, but I don't want to. Like I I want to do that shit when I'm older. A good little uh side pathway I can venture into from that point just being made is I do have friends around me or past friends or just people in my life that say, fuck man, like all you do is work and it doesn't seem like you live. You're just coaching or doing, you know, business things or just training. Like, do you do anything on the weekends? And it's it's really highlighted in a negative dynamic. Like I'm just creating life to be some big stressful burden. But I would rather when I'm younger, do the work now, set the foundations, fucking get ahead, do different to others because if you do the same as others, you're going to be the same as others, but do it all now because retiring when you're older, fuck yeah, that's what I want to do. I don't want to retire with everyone when I'm 60 or 70. I want to retire young. I want to be traveling the world when I'm younger. I want to be living my life financially secure and free. I want to be happy with how I look. I want to have healthy relationships. But that comes from a level of hard work and I'd rather put that hard work in now. You know, I'd rather build a business now and not go out on the weekends and get those early night sleeps and have those boundaries and those restrictions. So then when I'm older, I can loosen up on them a bit and not deal with the repercussions then. Versus... That being looked at in a negative light, it's only ever from those who are cruising now and chilling now and will have to do those things in the future. You know, I don't relatively like sitting on a computer at 8 p.m., 9 p.m., 10 p.m. or, you know, you don't always wake up excited to jump on the computer at 4 a.m., but I'd rather do that now and look after the version of myself, have Guy in 10 years' time fucking killing it and living it up because of the work I'm doing now. So it's 
not a negative light. You're not putting too many restrictions or boundaries if you're doing it. It's just a way of looking after yourself. And looking after yourself is different, like I say, person to person. It's different with everyone. Everyone wants to look after different versions of themselves. Um, But I just have that personal preference of I'd rather do the harder things now so I can be a bit more relaxed or more set up or have more opportunities in the future. Now, there's a scale of time that living for your future self can come from. It could literally be folding your washing on a Monday because you know you're fucking tired on a Friday. It could be waking up earlier to you know, put in that different level of work so in a few months time, you're feeling different and you're looking different and you're thinking different. It could be investing a few years of your life to self-development and self-growth and setting up your future so then you thrive in the future. So like I say, it's not a set of rules and it's not a set of guidelines of have-tos and you know you can't-dos and those things. It's just a dynamic where you allow your current self to do the work for your future self. Now, I want to step into a bit of a different pathway now so venture down a different different pathway and it's the pathway that relates to past self current self and future self doing things for your future self is not just about not living life now and always living in the future it's not about that it's a balanced dynamic of looking after all three versions of yourself looking after your past self Has your current self doing what your past self didn't think to be possible? If you were an anxious individual and, you know, in the past you were never able to step into a gym, your current self can change that. You can start to challenge that. You can get guidance. You can get help. You can step into that. By looking after your current, by looking after your past self, sorry, through your current self, that allows a future thrive for your future self. So it's not just doing things of living for the future. You're able to change your story. You're able to create that self-love and self-trust for your past self. You're able to look after your current self too. You know, it's not about you always doing things for the past or doing things for the future. You don't need to live life that way. It's about a balance. You know, if I know getting a good night's sleep is going to make it better for my future self in the back end of the week, but you know, I'm a bit stressed now and I want to go to the movies. I'm going to go and fucking do it because I'm learning or I've learned to look after all versions of myself. When you can, you can understand the complexity and the dynamics of looking after each version of yourself, that's when things really start to change. Because like I said, you're not just living for the future and you're not just living for the past through your current self. You're looking after all versions and having a balance where you can't always do things for the future. You can't always be stressed out and working hard and, you know, balls to the wall and just going ham. But you also can't just do things for your current self all the time because then you get nowhere, you develop nothing, you progress in no way. And then if you're always living for your past self, you know, you're always doing things that you might've been held back on that might not hold their value nowadays. So, The Future Self Podcast, to tie this all in, is a podcast that's going to be 
covering all things future self. Like I said in the first episode, it's it's why I started this. You know, it's opening up conversations of people's past and currents and where they want to go. It's talking about dynamics. It's hopefully going to be a tool or a help helpline or a you know just an enhancer to people's lives where they might make a different choice because of it or they might start to become more conscious and think, fuck, you know, like I wasn't able to do that and I want to rewrite that story. I want to look after my past self. I want to start to do it. Or it might just be something to have your current self to think of things differently and do things differently. Living for your future self is not easy. It's not straightforward. It's not fucking simple. It's so complex. Um, It's so hard. It takes a lot of progressive steps that end up feeling regressive it's a lot of moving forwards to be pulled back but then moving forwards again pulled back a bit to be moving forwards again it's not a straight line uh it's not a manual forward like i've said it's it's a dynamic of challenge and that's why not everyone does it you know that's why People get to positions they're not happy with. That's why people get upset. That's why people get lost. People get scared. People get tired because it's not a simple thing to do, but it's something that doesn't have a timeline. You don't need to be doing a certain amount by a certain age. You don't need to be doing it because your best friend did it. You don't need to not be doing it because your friends are doing it. It just comes from a place of wanting to do it at a time when you want to progress your self-love, you want to progress your self-trust and you really want to look after yourself. Living for the future you is essentially a way of of just looking after you. It's putting you on the highest pedestal. It's valuing yourself so much more. It's not letting people walk over you. It's not letting people just access you when it's convenient to them. It's not putting in these over-the-top rigid boundaries and becoming, like I said, just a future living individual you know that's when things get toxic and too much of anything is a negative too much future self living is a negative as to why i describe the past self and current self-care too but the dynamic of it is just working at a rate pending on how much you want to look after you like in a way that might sound weird, but not saying it to, to sound weird. Like I fucking, I love myself. You know, I want my future to be good. So I'm going to fucking look after him. Like I want him to thrive. I want him to be happy. I want him to be financially free. I want him to impact thousands of lives. I definitely want that for myself now, which I am doing, but I want that so much more for my future self. So I'm going to do the nitty gritty now to allow that to happen. I'd love to, like the last episode, just, you know, open up the comment section down below to state any future self things you've started to do or things you don't know how to navigate or how you would navigate. I'd love to open up a conversation if you're a bit lost or you're proud of yourself and, you know, you want to share it. I want to create a fucking community so bad of just people bringing each other up and in-depth conversations and good dynamics and just future self living and all those conscious and aware just feelings and thoughts. So if you do have something, definitely leave it down below for sure. Um, I have a guest coming on soon, which is fucking exciting. I'm not going to announce it yet. Uh, I definitely don't want to make promises on things and, and not deliver. I don't want to hype something up and then have so much time in between. But 
there is a guest coming on soon. Uh, it's a fucking insane conversation to have. It's going to be something that I think will impact quite a few people and, you know, really just inspire a few people too. But that's down the line. So I really feel like the structure of this podcast will be a solo one every now and then and then a guest you know, every now and then too, just have a smooth mix between the both of them. Um, I may or may not have a fucking sick, like really cool. I was stoked on it. T-shirt coming out. Um, there will be ties in the future of shirts and clothing drops linked to this podcast, but I'll explain that down the line. I have so many things coming, so many things coming. I can't wait. I can't wait to action them. I can't wait to grow myself and this podcast and this brand, but I can't wait to fucking grow with you. You know, have you guys learn more about me, have new things each week, have something to look forward to. Like, fuck, what, what can I think of differently? Or I wonder what the next conversation is going to be like, you know, 20 minutes of conversation isn't going to be completely retained. Not everything said is going to be an impact, but if you take one thing from each podcast that, you know, changes how you think and feel that really is fucking everything to me like that's how I want it to be so I'm going to wrap this podcast up I'm going to wrap this episode up with just a thank you with a I can't fucking wait for what's to come with a just an expression of gratitude whether you like whether you comment whether you subscribe whether you share I don't want to push it I don't want to tell you to you know like and subscribe fuck, I never thought I'd even be saying that too. It's just so weird to be saying it myself. But yeah, you know, I want you guys to support it in a way that it supports you. If you gain something from it and you want to hear more of it or have more things come for it, then your support means so fucking much. I will link both my coaching and my personal socials in the description. So if you guys want to check those out, fucking oath, you know, give them a follow. If you are new, uh, shoot me a message and tell me, tell me where you, you came from. But yeah, that's episode number two. I can't wait for episode number three, whether that's going to be in the week or the fortnight. That'll just be depending on how we can get things organized. I want it to be just a really comfortable setting and dynamic and not stressed or rushed, but I do appreciate you so much for listening. I can't wait for the future episodes and Keep doing it for your future self.